Tim's News Explosion. 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 Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of Tim's News Explosion on this Monday, the 28th of March, 2022. We are live on the Wilmsfront YouTube, DLive and Odyssey channels. It is 8.30 p.m. here in Melbourne, Victoria, uh, where Dan Andrews will be away for the next seven days because he has tested positive to uh, COVID-19, despite being, uh, well, uh, uh, double vaccinated and boosted, or as he likes to call it, uh, triple uh, dosed. And uh, uh, also, he's one of those people who would uh, claims to do everything right. Uh, So this was his statement today. After developing mild symptoms this morning, including a sore throat and mild temperature, I undertook a rapid antigen test. I have tested positive to COVID-19 and will now isolate for the next seven days. So far, Kath and the kids have tested negative. As they are close contacts, they will isolate for the next seven days. Deputy Premier James Molino will be acting Premier until March 4. Now, it's... Followers of of Dan, they're the ones who perpetuated right from the the beginning that if you caught COVID, it was a moral failure. You must have not been uh, careful. But of course, uh, COVID can uh, infect anybody, no matter how careful you are. Even if you uh, wear masks uh, to a a public a public event, a Dan and his wife, Kath, were at the launch of Hamilton the Musical. Uh, Real Rakshan uh, put out this tweet, fully vaccinated and mass premier test positive after attending event using vaccine passport system. That's it. That's the tweet. And the, the barbecue bulletin today uh, put out a headline, Dan Andrews test positive, forced to isolate in same household as worst enemy. Yes, of course, last year he had... He, injured himself much more uh, severely where he ended up in ICU, uh, falling down the the stairs at that uh, Sorrento holiday home and broke his back and was out for uh, three months. Uh, Sadly, uh, with COVID, uh, uh, he'll just be out for for seven days and will be perfectly fine. But uh, does he have COVID or is he maybe uh, covering some up? There's always the theory of that. Maybe... I don't know, he's got rabies for, from uh, patting this dog uh, out on the, the streets of, of Melgrave there as part of, well, his uh, electorate uh, campaigning as well. That uh, poor dog there, you can see that uh, it's looking very, very sad that uh, Dan is uh, uh, touching its head there. Uh, but uh, him, him isolating for seven days, uh, uh, Dan, it means that he'll miss uh, Shane Warne's public memorial at the, the MCG on a Wednesday evening. Uh, it'll probably be best that Dan's not there because uh, Warney hated him. Uh, 
obviously uh the 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 focus will be on uh Warney's cricket community and also uh his uh three children who uh, are dearly uh missing their their father they've said it's like a bad nightmare uh that is uh Brooke Summer and Jackson uh so uh, here is a photo of Shane Warren and his son. No, sorry, that's uh, that's uh, a Photoshop image of uh, Shane Warren uh, with uh, uh, Blair Cottrell's head on it. And this is because uh, there was a a video a video that went viral uh, based on uh, Blair's uh, vlog. Uh, about uh, Shane Warne's heart attack. I'll play a bit of it here. I won't play the full thing because then YouTube will uh, will target it. He was really against them. He used to get really irritated when his when his friends would uh, when he found out his friends were doing drugs, right? Uh, and apparently he was in Thailand where he died. He was in Thailand seeking some sort of cleanse or therapy because ever since he'd been uh, vaccinated, he'd had. Yep, uh, so uh, that video was shared around and it was uh, it was uh, shared by a United Australia Party endorsed candidate for the seat of Blacksland, uh, Elvis uh, Sinozzi there, uh, who uh, tweeted segments of the video, said, uh, hard-hitting truth from Shane Warne soon. So it didn't say son, said uh, soon. And uh, this uh, prompted a fact check uh, from uh, Six News Australia, run by 14-year-old uh, boy wonder Leo Pazulzi. I think I pronounced that right. And it says, UAP candidate shares video of far-right extremist Blair Cottrell shaming its Shane Warne's son. A candidate for the United Australia Party shared a video that purports to show Shane Warne's son, Jackson Ward, talking about vaccines and the mainstream media however it's not his son it is far-right extremist Blair Cottrell the 45 second clip a cut down version of the full video was shared by Elvis Sinosik, uh, a self-described UAP endorsed candidate for Blacksman. However, he wasn't the first to do so. The clip was shared by dozens on social media before incorrectly naming the man in the video as Jackson Warren. Cottrell gained infamy in 2018 when he was interviewed on Sky News Australia in a one-on-one -on -one discussion about immigration. The Sydney Morning Herald also reported this several years earlier in 2015 in one facebook post that included a photograph of adolf hitler mr cottrell commented there should be a picture of this man in every classroom and every school and his book should be issued to every student annually now that is there uh, that is what they've uh, attributed to a Facebook comment that's attributed to Blair where he says uh, there should be a portrait of this man in every classroom. So the Sydney Morning Herald, they've got the quote completely wrong here from this article in 2015. It was a portrait, not a picture. And uh, the, the the comment that's attributed to Blair never mentioned that uh, Mein Kampf should be prescribed to uh, students annually there. Uh, Blair has uh, denied uh, posting that uh, as a comment. And going on uh, in this Six News fact check, uh, Mr. Cottrell has also written regularly about Jews. In this video, Cottrell says a lot of media uh, bureaucrats actually believe the shit that they put, put across the masses because they've gone and got vaccinated. 
in the longer version of the video first published through his telegram and not shared by Senator Cottrell also links COVID-19 vaccine to shame one's death and it quotes what I just played. Uh, in the video, Cottrell refers to Shane Warne by using his full name, not as my dad, like Jackson Warne would likely would. The claim that Cottrell was Jackson Warne appeared to originate from a Facebook post with a false caption. The original video was also sh shared to Cottrell's Gab account. Well, yeah, because that was Blair's vlog, and of course he published it to his Telegram. Uh, so yes, uh, that apparently warranted a fact check uh, that uh, that uh, was sort of viral video that claimed that Blair uh, was uh, Warney's son. This is uh, Warney's actual son, Jackson Warney. You can, well, you can make your own judgment whether he looks a bit like Blair. He's only uh, around about twenty-two, uh, Jackson. Worn. He's definitely uh, got uh, uh, Chad uh, looks and, and physique. He was a, a contestant on the SAS Australia reality TV show, I think a couple of years ago. So he's a minor uh, celebrity uh, in his own right. And uh, Blair himself on his Telegram even uh, decided to, to play along uh, with this uh, viral video. Hey, all going, guys? Shane Warren's son here. I need you all to know that my father was killed by the vaccine mandates imposed by the Jews who control this world. And we Aussies have to do something about it. And the first thing we can all do is work on developing sick pectoral muscles. Look at that, mate. Get on my level. Now, of course, Blair is only taking the piss there about, about this uh, viral video, but of course this will be taken as uh, literal uh, anti-Semitism by uh, Blair's critics and people who uh, just uh, believe what uh, the fake news media uh, publishes about him. As uh, tomorrow, VI says, fake news from the Sydney Morning Herald as always. Uh, hello to everyone in the live chat there. I noticed uh, maybe because I called uh, tonight's show Nazploitation that that's maybe why people, uh, that uh, there's been a slow trickle in uh, of viewers. And the reason why I've call, called it that is because, uh, well, uh, Nick McKenzie and uh, his producer Joel Tozer's uh, uh, expose on uh, an infiltration of the, the National Socialist Network that they broadcast on uh, 60 Minutes back in August last year and uh, also uh, did in written form on The, the Age, uh, was uh, premiered yesterday as a fully-fledged uh, documentary on Stan, which is a streaming service uh, also owned uh, by Nine. Uh, you can subscribe to it from about $10 uh, a month. And uh, this was the, the promotional uh, video that they put on uh, their YouTube channel there. Uh, so the official title is Revealed Amongst Us, Neo-Nazi Australia. And uh, so this was published about uh, two weeks uh, beforehand. And it kind of looked like that this uh, documentary was uh, going to uh, be more extensive uh, extensive report on uh, what was shown in the the two part 60 minutes and uh, after the the 
the YouTube comments on the the trailer uh, were uh, were uh, bombed by NSN supporters and sympathizers. Uh, Stan uh, put uh, disabled uh, YouTube comments there. And now I watched it to, I already had a Stan subscription because uh, my two, one of my, uh, well, two of my favorite uh, sitcoms are streaming on Sand, The the Nanny and and Will and Grace. So I already had a Stan subscription. So it's not like uh, I was giving any extra money uh, to uh, Nick McKenzie and Joel Joel Tozer's investigation where uh, to uh, remind everybody uh, they arranged an infiltrator uh, who went by the name Dave Ryan to secretly record the uh, NSN members at uh, the what is what they called racism HQ in in Roville from March until May uh, when uh, Tom Saul uh, Jacob Hershnet uh, were arrested uh, over that uh, alleged. Um, robbery, which uh, uh, it, which was uh, the result of a confrontation with uh, a, a vehicle which had uh, Antifa spies in it, and this is uh, a article that uh, Dave Hiscock uh, published on uh, the XYZ uh, back in August 2021. Uh, so uh, da- uh, uh, David Hiscock. Uh, he uh, was uh, featured in the uh, the hidden footage, uh, but uh, he wasn't mentioned at all in the the documentary. Uh, maybe because uh, Dave Hiscock used to say uh, when we did shows together, "There's the golden rule: don't mention uh, the X Y Z." And I remember when uh, another uh, mainstream media journalist, uh, Cam Wilson, did a hit piece on George Christensen because he went on my show and mentioned that uh, I do a show, The Uncuckables, which featured uh, uh, the next night Neil Erickson, uh, the leader of the Melbourne Proud Boys, and uh, a guy from some other website that was just a personification of the uh, don't mention the XYZ rule. And now, also at the time, uh, Dave Hiscock had his own uh, YouTube show, the David Hiscock Show, where I think he did about two episodes uh, exposing what this uh, Dave Ryan guy uh, was like. And he actually was, uh, uh, well, it's, you, you, you actually heard him in this documentary uh, interact uh, with the, the NSN members, but according to David Hiscock and Jazz Sibi, uh, his level of uh, racism uh, even made them uh, uncomfortable. And there's in the documentary, there's an exchange where uh, this Dave Ryan says uh, so, uh, something derogatory about some migrant group and uh, the, the guy who's filming says, I don't hate them, I just don't want them uh, in uh, Australia. And of course, uh, this Dave Ryan, he gave them free meat and uh, other things as well. So uh, Nine was actually uh, paying, uh, paying, technically paying in uh, paying NSN. And so going down here, and this was the, uh, the van that uh, Dave Ryan uh, drove around uh, Victoria when he was with uh, NSN and, and it had uh, 
the Australian flag, blood and honour, and a, na a National Socialist Network uh, sticker, and uh, also had a homophobic uh, uh, sticker on it, which I don't know if that's part of uh, NSN's uh, paraphernalia. Uh, it said something like, uh, stop Fs, which I, I can't say it on this show because it's so... Uh, obscene. So this was, uh, it went all around the mainstream media. This was the Bendigo News, a red swastika in a car window at a Bendigo Macca's drive-thru was not the only piece of white supremacist propaganda on Victoria's roads with more Nazi slogans spotted on the freeway. Read the full story here. And uh, Dave, go, uh, Dave goes through uh, the uh, 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 that uh, well, what I just mentioned, Channel 9 effectively sponsored NSN to the tune of thousands of dollars buying meat and alcohol through direct uh, cash donations. Uh, and Dave Hiscock also alleges that he regularly drove over the blood alcohol uh, limit. And in the in the 60 Minutes uh, piece, uh, Nick McKenzie, he thanks uh, the uh, the... I don't know if he paid the White Rose Society or Slack Bastard or Alex Mann uh, for using their research, uh, but he, he thanked them uh, there. And uh, uh, Nick McKenzie for his uh, 60 Minutes, his 60 Minutes uh, reports on the, the NSN infiltration. He's uh, already won a Walkley Award, another Walkley Award uh, for investigative journalism and uh, at the uh, Melbourne Quill Awards, uh, Nick McKenzie and Joel Tozer won the Grant Hatton Quill for investigative uh, journalism. So he's got a few more journalism awards uh, under his uh, uh, belt there. But going to the, the documentary uh, itself, it was actually anticlimactic. It actually included less uh, information that, or, or detail that was included in the 60 Minutes uh, reports because uh, I think for, for legal reasons. So it, it's, it goes for 75 minutes and at the end of the hour, uh, Nick McKenzie says to Dave Ryan, we've got to get you out. And then even though he's spouting all of this uh, racist stuff, interacting with uh, NSM members, he says that it makes him sick uh, to do it, even though he's acting as one of the most racist members of the group. And it's not mentioned, uh, it's, it's not mentioned what happened at the Cathedral uh, Rangers. It just, it just shows the, some, footage, some footage from the, uh, the, the raids uh, in late May. And uh, then the, the last 15 minutes is, well, it's a vanity focus on uh, Nick McKenzie. Uh, it has him getting ready for uh, to present the 60 Minutes uh, report, and it also has him uh, get uh, teary because, uh, well, a an old tweet which was not that old at the time. Uh, he tweeted uh, this this in April 2021 when he was uh, promoting another uh, expose on uh, Ben Robert Smith, uh, the. Uh, the uh, vice corporal recipient uh, that uh, his reports uh, his reports have alleged that Ben Robert Smith Ben Robert Smith committed war crimes uh, in Afghanistan. Ben Robert Smith is suing uh, 
nine, 60 minutes and uh, the age for, for defamation. And so this is what Nick McKenzie tweeted in April, around about, it works out to about four months before uh, the uh, NSN uh, story. I don't normally tell people to watch me on telly. That's what my Jewish mum is for. But if you care about the fight between truth versus power, money in Australia, please watch 60 Minutes Tonight, a bit of a tough bit of invest journalism. Watch it here, even if you planned a night of Vera reruns. And yes, uh, Nick McKenzie was apparently very upset uh, that uh, NSN supporters and sympathisers had dug up this, uh, or basically just scrolled through his Twitter feed and found this four-month-old tweet and uh, claim. Well, he, he he made it out like they were targeting uh, uh, his mum, and it was his his personal life. Even though uh, his uh, reports had just led to uh, six uh, members of NSN uh, losing their jobs, and uh, this uh, infiltrator had uh, well, uh, it, it filmed uh, the NSN members' personal lives. I mean, it. Uh, they, they also showed footage of uh, Jacob Herzner's uh, girlfriend. I mean, that's Jacob's personal life. Uh, you can say as well, yet uh, Nick McKenzie is claiming that his personal life is being targeted, even though he mentioned on Twitter that, why did he even mention that uh, his mother was Jewish? Why didn't he just say, like, uh, his mother was always telling people to watch him on television? Why did he say that, uh, why, why did he go out of his way to mention that uh, his his mother uh, was was Jewish. Uh, here's, I'm not sure if this is the real Blair Cottrell here, pain informant to stalk and bribe people so you can dox them and ruin their lives, then cry in the car because they said mean things about you in an online response. Yes, uh, yeah, he, he, uh, they show him uh, in the car scrolling through apparently what NSN members and supporters are saying about him and saying, oh, you know, I'm tempted to respond, but I don't want to see seem thin-skinned. And I'm sort of like, come on, like, you've taken on Crown uh, Resorts and uh, also uh, Ben Robert Smith and uh, apparently uh, doing a... a, a investigative uh, in, investigative story on uh, some uh, working class uh, neo-Nazis, apparently the most uh, traumatic, uh, well, mo most traumatic uh, thing uh, for you. Like, I'm sure you've got lots of uh, high-profile legal threats uh, before, but some, uh, th uh, well, some uh, anti-Semitic comments on, on Telegram by uh, people who uh, know no serious uh, threat to you at all. I mean, come on. So uh, uh, the, as I mentioned, the final 15 minutes, it was just, uh, well, yeah, focused on, you know, why, uh, how troubled he was by the, uh, the, the, the National Socialist Network and claimed that they normalise hate and that uh, watching the Christchurch massacre is like uh, breathing uh, air uh, for them. And it's worth mentioning again the uh, complete uh, unethicalness of this uh, uh, in this investigative journalism because it wasn't as Nick McKenzie said uh, observing them in their natural environment because they they inserted a third party there who was basically trying to bait them to say more racist 
things there. And uh, they even, in the original 60 Minutes piece, uh, filmed uh, Jazz Sibi in his house uh, with his wife. That didn't make it into the, the documentary, probably because it was so outrageous that you'd film secretly film somebody in their own private uh, house. So Jazz Sibi didn't feature in the documentary. Neither did Australian Meditations' uh, Stefanos. Uh, even though Nick McKenzie did a recent piece, uh, uh, said that, uh, 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 well, wrote in the age uh, uh, that uh, he was one of the the mass neo-Nazis in the co- uh, the warriors of the, the convict uh, resistance burning the Aboriginal flag, uh, which had a sign in the background calling Lydia Thorpe and Abo Hoare. Uh, Blair says, my girlfriend, who isn't even political opinionated, watching the doco, uh, said the journalist Nick uh, seems petty and stupid and the neo-Nazi group seems interesting and actually has uh, some good points. Uh, Well, I disagree with you there. I mean, uh, I think Tom Sewell and the NSN's views are ridiculous and... Obviously, uh, the fact that uh, the NSN during their uh, January 2021 uh, Grampians uh, trip uh, chanted things like Ku Klux Klan and burnt a a cross. I mean, the mainstream media, they've always loved uh, doing exploitation stories on neo-Nazis and because uh, the uh, all throughout since... uh, uh, since, uh, you're a young child in school. You're always uh, taught about the atrocities and evil of the Nazi regime. And so these sorts of sensationalist stories are meant to get the eyeballs of the normie. My God, I can't believe that there's these people still around who uh, believe this horrible and hateful uh, ideology, even though these people are no threat to anybody. Uh, I mean... I'm not scared of them at all and like, well, I don't talk about my personal life, but I'm supposed to be one of these people that's uh, really threatened by them, but I've never (laughs) felt threatened by them at all. Uh, So that that again shows that just the the sensationalized aspect of uh, this type of this type of uh, news documentary and the the hidden camera Putting someone in an, uh, putting an artificial person into a story and secretly filming it. It's similar to what Al Jazeera did back in 2019 when they uh, got a oh, an actor to pretend to be an NRA uh, gun dealer and uh, see if One Nation Australia uh, were interested in getting uh, political donations from the the NRA. It uh, it was. The, it, it was the story only existed is because this actor approached uh, the NRA and they got hidden footage of uh, Pauline Hansen uh, claiming that uh, the official narrative of the Port Arthur massacre that uh, she didn't uh, uh, believe. And there was also, if we go back uh, 20 uh, years, uh, there was the, the documentary on uh, Mark Collette, uh, Young Nazi and Proud, where, well, a, it was he was actually invited in, uh, the journalist David Modell, to, to film Mark Collette's uh, British National Party uh, activities. Uh, but uh, this uh, uh, journalist, uh, David Modell, actually secretly filmed him 
uh, when he thought the cameras were off. So it's not quite as bad as what uh, Nick McKenzie did with this uh, Dave Ryan person, uh, but it was still it was still an underhanded journalistic uh, technique. But the reason they could use all the footage is because Mark signed a release, and at the end, uh, this uh, journalist. Uh, uh, David Modell said, I've actually been recording you uh, when you think the cameras are off, uh, praising life in Nazi Germany, and I'm actually uh, Jewish myself. And the thing is, because Nick McKenzie is uh, uh, Jewish and uh, he's done this uh, mainstream media hit piece doxing these uh, uh, neo-Nazis, it it's going to reinforce these uh, neo-Nazis worldview that, oh, well, see, uh, of course it's uh, the, the underhanded Jew that's uh, uh, trying to subvert us. And, and going, going back to the documentary on Mark Collette from 2002, I mean, 20 years later, Mark Collette has the same views, still engaged in activism. So it's it's, it's not going to uh, reform uh, the, the hardcore uh, neo-Nazi, national uh, socialist, this type of expose. I mean, in 20 years' time, Thomas Sewell and Jacob Herschner, uh, they'll still have the, the the same views. I mean, although Nick McKenzie did get an ex-Lad Society member to say, uh, well, say and this uh, uh, ex-Lad Society member also spoke to the ABC uh, Earshot podcast talking about the grooming process where if you uh, say enough National Socialist stuff, you're invited into the super secretive National Socialist uh, secret Facebook group uh, where you're invited to uh, help plan uh, the, the white, new white communities. So... They, they always love getting the, the ex-National Socialist or uh, neo-Nazi uh, as well. I know that was that there was uh, there was one three years ago as well with uh, Lisa May Sanford and Justin uh, Bueller married to the the alt right. Uh, where what is it? Lisa said that uh, oh, she joined the alt right because she uh, just wanted to uh, bake. So yes, as I mentioned, uh, very anticlimactic, uh, this uh, Nick McKenzie, uh, Stan uh, uh, documentary. And yeah, uh, he's no uh, Louis uh, Theorex, put it like that. Well, Louis Theorex, again, uh, he actually is himself uh, when he's done a few documentaries on uh, neo-Nazis, but he's actually been upfront that uh, approaches them are going to document and I've well it's he's he's pretty open about him being Jewish as well but it's that is probably the most pure uh, you would say uh, well a most ethical type of documenting of uh, far-right neo-Nazis national socialists the the type that uh, Louis Theroux does as well and he actually is he he lets them have their say. And, uh, well, in Australia, uh, John Safran is the, the same as well. Uh, I mean, he hasn't done uh, underhanded uh, types of, uh, types of uh, techniques uh, interviewing people, John Safran. I mean, he's done stunts and that, but they're, you know, stunts and they're hilarious. 
Tim, you seem to bring up the Jewish word a lot. Are you Jewish? No, I'm not. My uh, ancestry is uh, German and uh, Welsh. Now, as neo-Nazism, it's not the only ideology that's led to the slaughter of millions. Uh, Neoconservatism uh, with the uh, imperialist wars uh, that it's got the US uh, involved in has well, led to the slaughter and uh, murder of millions in the past uh, 30 years. And this is why I was especially happy on Thursday morning when I found out that uh, former US Secretary of State under Bill Clinton, Madeleine Albright, uh, died at the age of 84. I was singing to myself, ding dong, the witch is dead, witch old witch, the wicked witch. Now, the reason why uh, it's great that Madeleine Albright is uh, dead, uh, is uh, because uh, in 1996 on US uh, 60 Minutes, no relation to 60 Minutes uh, Australia, she was asked about uh, US sanctions uh, in Iraq uh, leading to the, the deaths of uh, 500,000 Iraqi children. And this is what she said. We have heard that a half a million children have died. I mean, that's more children then died when, when, in, in Hiroshima. And, and, you know, is the price worth it? I think this is a very hard choice, but the price, we think the price is worth it. Yeah, so she she basically said, yep, yeah, uh, 500,000 dead Iraqi children, it's worth it because uh, we don't like uh, Saddam Hussein. And, uh, it's, I couldn't believe that, uh, what is that, uh, rest in peace uh, was trending on Twitter after she died, more like burning, burning in hell uh, or burn in hell should have been uh, trending on Twitter. And uh, she's now occupying a, a special place in hell for uh, people who think that the, well, the deaths of 500,000 Iraqi children are worth it. And that's a play on her feminist uh, line that there's a special place in hell for women who don't support other women. No, there's a special place in hell for uh, people like you. Uh, so good riddance to uh, Madeleine Albright. I was, uh, when I posted uh, my pleasure on Twitter, I was reminded that uh, uh, Henry Kissinger is still alive and uh, Dick Cheney is, is still alive. So there's still lots of uh, neocon war criminals uh, still uh, breathing air, not uh, burning in hell. And uh, now overnight, uh, the uh, Oscars Academy Awards was on, and it's normally uh, very boring, uh, the Oscars, because it's full of SJW work, virtue signaling, but it was actually extremely uh, lively and uh, exciting this year because of uh, Will Smith uh, bitch-slapping uh, Chris Rock uh, for making a joke about his wife, uh, Jada Pinkett uh, Smith. Uh, should become the next uh, G.I. Jane because of her lack of hair. Now, Jada Pinkett Smith has got alopecia. Uh, now, apparently, Will Smith, he got up on stage and, and bitch slapped Chris Rock uh, because uh, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith uh, didn't think the joke was, was funny. And, of course, uh, Will Smith, he would have seen all the memes over the past few months called... Uh, 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 calling him a cuck uh, because uh, Jada Pinkett Smith admitted to sleeping with other men when they were uh, separated and then they, they got back together. And uh, in my opinion, Will Smith just 
snapped there and wanted to to break out of this uh, beta cuck meme world. And uh, Chris Rock, uh, I think, because he, he basically said like, oh, this was the greatest moment in history of television. <laughs> like, even though he got assaulted, he was like, people are going to remember me in this moment uh, forever. And of course, Will Smith won an Oscar for Best Actor later, where he sort of apologized for it. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to get into much extended commentary about that, uh, but I mean, it made a welcome change uh, from the the bore, boringness of the Oscar. I mean, it was way more exciting than them reading out the uh, the wrong uh, winner many years ago. And uh, Australia, well, the I was mentioning the Walkley Awards before. There was also uh, the most interesting moment in Walkley history was when uh, journalist Glenn Milne uh, got uh, up on stage drunk and pushed uh, Stephen Milne, uh, uh, so, uh, uh, Stephen Maine, sorry, off the stage, calling him a disgrace. Uh, so that was lively, and of course. Um, there was the the infamous punch on the the midday show, uh, where broadcaster Ron Casey punched a singer and Vietnam veteran Normie Rowe in a debate over the Republic. Normie Rowe got in Ron Casey's uh, face and and pushed him because Ron Casey insulted. Well, uh, what is that? Uh, trivialized his Vietnam uh, War uh, service, and when. Uh, Normie Rowe shoved him, then Ron Casey punched him uh, there. So, yeah, it was a, it was a, well, it reminded us of uh, colourful moments from TV past because TV is very boring, politically correct and bland these days. All right. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning into uh, this week's edition of Tim's News Explosion. Now, I've got two Wilms fronts uh, next uh, week. On Monday, I've, I've got John uh, uh, Steenoff uh, from the, the Human Rights Law Alliance, part of the, uh, it's the Australian Christian Lobby's legal arm. That'll be on Monday. And then on Thursday next week, I've got Anthony Lev, uh, one of the speakers of the Worldwide Freedom Rally. So there'll be no Wilms front uh, next week, uh, sorry, no Tim's News Explosion next week. So there'll be a special Tim's News Explosion on uh, Thursday. Uh, to make up for it, and I'll include my uh, post-budget, uh, uh, more like fudget uh, analysis, because uh, it'll be there'll be a lot of fudging of the numbers, and uh, I'll we'll see if the the bribe is right. Well, the bribe to the voters to see if it'll be enough to, to turn uh, the Morrison government's fortune polling fortunes around. Because after the budget, uh, probably on Sunday, Scott Morrison will call the federal election. So good night, everybody. Stay safe and stay sane. Tim's News Explosion. 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 Tim's news explosion.